Hi, my name's Ms. Kelly, and this is a WKNC exclusive. If you've been listening to WKNC this summer, then you've probably heard that perfect summer song with the drum beat that brings you to your feet, lyrics that chant, turn it up, and a theme about waking up on the beaches of North Carolina. The infectious pop song is called Coast of Carolina, and it's off the self-titled debut, Telekinesis. The record came out this spring on Merge Records and was the first release for Seattle musician Michael Lerner. The record, recorded by Chris Walla of Death Cab for Cutie, has taken Lerner from student and recording studio employee to full-time touring artist. After a strong summer tour in support of the record, Lerner is gearing up for a month-long European tour, where he will take Raleigh's Ivan Howard of the Rosebuds and Brandon Burton as tour mates. I've got to sit down with Michael during his practice time in Raleigh and talk about the release, joining the Merge family, and finding music after watching That Thing You Do and then seeing Radiohead on their Kid A tour. Hanging out, listening to cicadas. <laughs> so we have Michael Benjamin Lerner from Telekinesis in Raleigh, North Carolina, here at the WKNC Studios. And Michael, I guess um, your record hit earlier this year, released on Merge Records. Yep. And you had no prior big release to that. You hadn't worked your way up with like album, 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 and then get signed to Merge. It was, who do I want to sign my first record with? Yeah. How how does that feel, signing to Merge Records? It feels really good. I it was totally it was totally crazy because we we had a couple offers on the table and we had we we had sent the record to merge and we had kind of set a deadline so it was like the fri- if we hadn't heard from them by this friday we were going to just stop trying but merge was the the record label that i really really wanted to try and put this record out on and they called us on that friday so you got your friday wish yeah totally and you wanted merge because of their previous releases or because of the mentality of the label i think probably a lot of it was because of their previous re- releases and I worked at a record store for a long time and we would always get promos from them and the bands that I'd never heard of were always really good and I was always excited about that. So it was almost like it became like a trusted thing, like it was a trust thing with Merge and I could always go to a record store and look for their label and and I knew, yeah, and I knew if I picked it up that I would like it. So I really felt like they had um, this this like a almost like a family type type thing and it just it really felt but I didn't know anything about them as people or anything but when uh when I did meet everyone it was it clicked it was totally yeah it just you feel you feel really like you're a part of an indie rock family nice yeah and you have a history uh with your family in music your dad was a DJ yep for many years in Seattle yep and uh, you yourself went to the Paul McCartney Institute for Performing Arts in Liverpool. That's right. So is that as far as your musical background goes, or did you do you have band nerd jokes, or were you <laughs> were you ever a choir boy? Where did music start for you? I guess I guess music music really started for me uh, just because I grew up around it, and I used to play every sport imaginable, and then I think. I'd started playing drums for fun, and I saw this that movie, That Thing You Do. Do you remember that movie, the Tom Hanks movie? And I was like, I want to be a drummer. I totally want to be Guy Patterson. I always um, I formed a uh, little crush for most drummers and bands because of that movie. Right. Because the drummer was the good guy. Super good guy. Wore the shades. Good. Dr- yeah, he was yeah. awesome. Totally. So I felt the same way about wanting to be a drummer, and um, 
it was that movie that kind of got me into it. And uh, I just started playing. And then I, I saw this Radiohead show in, I think it was on the Kid A tour. And it was it was in this super gorgeous amphitheater in, in outside of Seattle. And that kind of changed the game for me. Like I went I went home, threw away all of my Abercrombie and Fitch clothes and started listening to records that I wasn't like threw away the Limp Bizkit records, you know? Yeah. And uh and really just started to get really interested in, in music and stopped playing every sport and yeah, it kind of spiraled out of control. So a Radiohead tour combined with a movie sparked it for you. I feel, yeah, the yeah. movie came a lot earlier than the Radiohead show, but I think the Radiohead show was kind of just like, I want to do that. Like it really, something about that show was a catalyst for this whole thing. So going into learning to play music, drums was your first, or did you pick up the guitar first? Or No, nope, it, was, it was drums. Yeah, I've been playing drums for about 10 years. And uh, the songwriting thing is really new. So you don't, when you start to write your songs, do you write your songs with a drum beat in your head that you've laid out for for yourself so you can go in and put lyrics and guitar over it? Or are you approaching it with an idea? I don't know. I feel like subconsciously there is probably a drum beat in there. But it usually starts out with a, a guitar part. And I'll just, I'll just try to layer everything in the studio. It's a really, it's a really weird process because I'll get like, a verse and record everything like record the guitar vocals melody some piano maybe some bass and then drums and record like 30 seconds and then scrap it all and start over and try and get to a chorus so then do a verse and chorus and then delete it all and then until I've got the whole song so it's a really weird way to work but why don't you uh do you want to do a song sure and then we'll talk a little bit more sure and then go from there yep all right you tell me what's your favorite album or what's your favorite uh song off the album that came out off of our record yeah um i think personally my favorite song off that record is probably foreign room because it was written like a week before we went in the studio and i think that that one it was exciting because i didn't think about it too much you know it just came yeah and that's always a really cool feeling when things just happen and they work out really well totally it's like spontaneous creativity and all that stuff it so. is spontaneous creativity yeah totally so. all right you want to do that one and then we'll talk that one's them. probably going to be hard on acoustic guitar without yeah okay without a band okay i'm going to do a song called rust which is the first song the on first the track that yeah. talks about not being the heart not ever being able to work again you think it's yeah, rusted shut it's rusty and it's about it's actually about a girl in liverpool and her name is henrietta where, where i went to school and i had a giant crush on her and I don't think she knows that there's a song about her, but it's funny because we're going to be touring over there in a couple of weeks and she's probably going to come to the show and she's probably going to hear the song and She'll her name it. is in there. So she'll figure it out. She's probably going to put two and two together. Yeah, that's a good that's a good moment to it's, forecast. Be, yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> All right, let's hear that one. Got a heart, but it's afraid to love. Sometimes I think the damn thing's full of rust. And every time it seems to skip a beat, or two, or four, or five, or sometimes three, 
It pumps something that I could not call blood And why'd it have to stop when you said love? Cause don't you know that at the thought of it The sucker goes ahead and calls it quits And Henrietta, I've got it bad Henrietta, it makes me sad And Henrietta, it's just a fact It's just a fact It's just a fact It's just a fact afraid to love Sometimes I think the damn thing's full of rust Rust right there Rust. Michael Lerner off the debut self-titled album Telekinesis live in the WKNC studios and uh, question because the track that comes right after that is Coast of Carolina mm-hmm. and uh, about the girlfriend Yes, not about not about the Liverpool. No, but girl. girl. But my, yes, my girlfriend who has recently, only a week ago, no, two weeks ago, moved to Seattle, where so I live. So she did move. I was going to ask she you. She did. Yeah. So you're here now, and she's. Uh huh. Which is ironic. <laughs> That's the way the world is usually. It's kind. It's pretty. It's kind of <laughs> weird. I've I've actually never been to Raleigh though, so because she lived in uh, Carborough. Nice. So. I and was, if you're in Carbo, sometimes there's not usually a good reason to come to Raleigh. Yeah, we never, I don't know why we never came here. I love it. I think it's really cool here. It's getting better. It's getting a lot better, I think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah this, yeah, she, um, she's from Greensboro, North Carolina. And you guys met how? We met through Barsook Records, which is uh, a record label in Seattle where my sister works. And they're also our management. Okay. Um, and, uh, my girlfriend, she uh, she was doing some work with Barsook, and my sister was like, "Hey, you should talk to this this girl. You know, she seems like you would have a lot in common or whatever." So we just started emailing, and then she ended up coming to Seattle, and we met, and it was like, "Wow, I feel like this is kind of right, maybe happening in a way that is cool." And it kind of just worked itself out, and and it works for you, yeah. or it did for the time being. Yeah, across it was hard Seattle to. That's a long way. Carborough is a very long ways away. Yep. And I feel I felt really bad for her because I'm so I'm terrible at the phone. <laughs> Can't talk on the phone. So that's that sucks for her. <laughs> and I'm bad at texting and I'm terrible um, at emailing. So it's like the communication was pretty pretty poor on my part. But Well, I'm glad to hear it's working out. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Hopefully we'll hear some uh, good more songs to come out of that. Yeah. Now that you're closer. Yep. So fixing to go on tour to Europe, where you possibly run into Henrietta, and um, I've read a little bit that you have a free spirit, you like to look at a train board and just go yes. wherever. Yes. And um, are you going to be able to have any time to do that while you're in Europe, or is it pretty packed with shows? It's incredibly busy. I think we won't have any time to do that, which is a bummer. Um, but I think it's always hard because like you really have you have all these goals 
when when you when you're traveling and you're like I want to see that like you're in Paris and you're like God I have to go see the Eiffel Tower I've been there a couple times but I still really want to go do that but sometimes it's super hard because something will happen and you're getting in late to the show and you're driving and you you're just tired. don't have you're really tired usually the tired thing won't stop me from going because I'm like I, I'm only gonna be here for a month totally fine with being tired all the time for a month if it means I can go visit things and and do stuff so I think that if you make an effort to really try and see stuff you'll get it done you'll get it done yeah so what is the uh the touring lineup for Europe changed from the touring lineup that you had in America it's completely Raleigh North Carolina which is awesome so you're taking Ivan Ivan Howard from the Rosebuds and uh, BJ Burton from Flying Tiger Studios here in Raleigh and it's awesome. So you're doing three-piece? Three-piece, trio, power trio style. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So I guess I want to know what's next for Telekinesis. You have this wonderful album that's been called, you know, one of the best albums of 2009 to get released this year. Great airplay from WKNC. I mean, great buzz going. Did South by Southwest. You're coming into a Europe tour. Have you been approached at all for, like, TV commercials, film requests, Um we have. We've been on One Tree Hill, which was weird. There's <laughs> right. a, a scene where this little boy throws up and then our song plays. <laughs> pretty, pretty strange, but awesome at the same time. And uh, we've got a couple TV shows. And it's, it's, it's really amazing to look back on this whole thing. The record came out in April. And to think about all the stuff that we've been able to do since then, it's it's way exceeded my expectations i mean i'm this is the best job in the world it's pretty amazing do you ever get fed up at all with technology and the way your music's being pushed all over the internet or are you okay you said you're, you're not good at emailing you're not good at texting is it ever too much you're just like whoa i yeah i think so it's such a strange thing because there, like i feel like now bands are being pushed into awkward situations because of all this viral video stuff which i'm totally totally down for but you like get asked to play your song in weird public places all the time now and they get filmed because it's all blogged about and stuff and i don't think that happened so much a couple years ago and i love doing it but i think that technology has like it's crazy i mean it's crazy that someone can just download your record by click. By a yeah. click and even not paying for it or, or anything, which it's cool that they're hearing it, but I feel like, you know, it's it's really like it's really hard to um convey that like it costs money to make a record. Everything costs money. A, a lot of everything costs money about it. So it's amazing when people Are spend able? their hard earned money on your record and that feels really good. But it's it's also amazing that people are just listening to it. So if you download it for free, you're just listening to it. But it's re- it's really important that people are are able to hear your music, but it's also important that you're still being able to come to each city. And the only way you can tour and come to each city is if people are supporting your record. Record. So it's kind of like a weird double edged sword where it helps fuel your tour because people are downloading your record possibly for free and coming to the show and then supporting your tour, but they're not helping you. It's not helping you get continue to tour, like to get gas in your van or stuff to like get that. to the tour spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a strange, it's a really strange thing, and I think it's one of those. It's going to be one of those age-old conversations because there's bands like Radiohead that are putting 
their record out for free and being like, downloading's fine. You know, illegal downloading's fine. Don't worry about it. But they have years they have, behind them. And they have a ton of money. Correct. And they don't have to really... <laughs> like, they're sitting pretty and they can totally put a record out on their own. And and awesome for and them. And do it. And that's great. And I'm I'm super happy that they can do that. But I think it's probably hard to think about smaller bands when... When it's a, a you know, it's when, when it's a bigger band like. But they're that. still being seen on that big perspective of blogs and yeah. videotaping and totally and everywhere on the internet and mm-hmm. TV commercials, just like Radiohead. It's yeah. just they don't have the years behind them of yep. experience or money. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So. So what is next as far as songwriting? Have you been writing songs as you did the, as the record came out and touring? I know you came through Chapel Hill, local five hundred six. Yep. Are you continuing to write more songs? Do you have anything new in the works? Yes, or? there's uh, there's quite a few songs. It's actually been really been really hard to pass the minute marker on the songs currently. So I feel like this next record's gonna be like a guided by voices record where no song is longer than three minutes, you know. But I'm okay with that. Well, do you have anything new you can play? You feel comfortable putting out there? Probably not. No. Because most of it's pretty rock and roll. Yeah? No no acoustic stuff yet. Okay. Yeah. So you are still, um, when you go to write these songs, is it drums and then? Yeah, it's mo- mostly that or, it, I mean, it's a, I work in a recording studio when I'm home, so I have all these instruments at my fingertips. When no one's in the studio, I can just hang out in there and play around. Play around, so... It usually starts out with like an electric guitar thing and I've gotten really good at recording with my laptop, like with the little microphone on the laptop by the by the uh, video camera thing. And it sounds pretty, um, pretty good. Like if, you, if you try it, just put the computer up in front of an amp and try it. So that's nice. what I've been doing. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have another song you want to play acoustic for us? Can sure. you do that? Yeah. Uh, this one is called I Saw Lightning. I saw lightning coming from the street You were trembling, hearing your heartbeat Leaned in closer, let me kiss you on the cheek Singing to you softly, singing to you sweet I wanna care for you when you are all alone Sit inside our house and unplug all our phones Watching raindrops stream down on the windowsill Let's be in love Take a walk Take me in your hand Hear the wind blow Pretend we're in Japan I saw lightning Coming from the street You reached out And it didn't startle me I wanna care for you When you are all alone Sit inside our house And unplug all our phones Watching raindrops stream down on the windowsill Let's be in love 
Michael, live in the WKNC studios. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I wish you the best of luck on your European tour. Thanks very much. Yes, definitely. To catch telekinesis before they go on their European tour, you can see them live tonight at Ternanog in downtown Raleigh at 218 South Blunt Street. And as always, for more information about music and clips from this interview, you can log on to wknc.org slash blog.